Tonight, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about The Terminal. <laughs> the Terminal. <laughs> I said that with such sass. I, know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you got some hot takes, Craig. You I don't even think the director of this has ever said this movie with such <laughs> hate as that. On, uh, it's a Tom Hanks one, though, which we always like to fuck around with our boy Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. I love, love to dunk on Tom Hanks for no only because he's beloved. I it is yeah. comes from nothing else than that. And also because you know you're gonna be watching a super, certain caliber of movie. You that know? is true. Although I would say for this one, I'm like, eh, I think Tom. This is the one time I'm like, Tom Hanks might have been miscast. Yeah, maybe. A little I think bit. that character could have been a, a little better if it was somebody else. Yeah. Quite frankly, and but s- and Steven Spielberg directed this too. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. Well, and all I will say is we're. I'm still working off the stink of Good Luck Chuck, which you get as a, <laughs> a Patreon episode. Uh, ah, you're still a while working ago. off the stink. Uh, so like this was just like a breath of fresh air where I was like, oh, let me get Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg at their worst any day. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, yes, yes, yes. And yes. honestly, a decently charming movie is what I'd oh, say. Oh, no, there is definitely some charming scenes in this yeah. movie for sure. But uh, yeah, I would say my first criticism would be Tom Hanks should be somebody else. <laughs> yeah, which is a, a, a tough thing to say. I know. Yeah. Um, well, guys, if you haven't seen uh, The Terminal, um, basically the plot of this involves uh, Victor Navorsky, uh, played by Tom Hanks, uh, who arrives at uh, New York's John F. Kennedy Airport, JFK, and... Uh, while he was in the air, his country has fallen into civil war and his country no longer exists. And because of that, he is not allowed to clear customs. He is a like a person with no country. Um, so he has to stay in the airport. Uh, and that's kind of until this diplomatic situation gets resolved and they're like, and it could be months. Um, at which point we meet like our, our Frank Dixon, who's played by Stanley Tucci, another actually perfectly cast in this. I love me some Tucci. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah Stanley Tucci is great. Uh, and he's kind of like the head of like border and immigration at the airport. And he tries various ways to get, um, Victor to leave the airport, um, so that it's somebody else's problem or to try and get him, uh, uh amnesty, um, or to try and get this solution resolved because he's got a big promotion and he doesn't need somebody in the airport causing problems. Victor kind of makes friends with people. Um, uh, he makes friends with the guy who loads the food onto the airplane, so he like finds a way to get something to eat. And uh, he makes friends with the guy at the luggage check or whatever, so he gets like all these abandoned things. He starts renovating a... Uh, a terminal at the airport uh, (laughs) gets on a construction crew and gets a job. And like, and the whole time there is um, Amelia played by Catherine Zeta Jones, uh, who is this air, uh, uh, air hostess. uh, What do you call them? A flight attendant. Yeah. It's a flight (laughs) attendant. Uh, I was like going through the, like, what are we, what did we call them in the (laughs) forties? Who's sort of coming through and is kind of this, romantic disaster and there's kind of this attraction and they kind of go on some dates and it's kind of weird and unfounded. Uh, and, uh, then at the end we figure out that, um, the situation's finally resolved. The kind of community of the airport rallies around him and he's able to leave the airport. And we find that, uh, 
the reason that he was in New York City is that his father died and he wanted all these jazz musicians to have sent him his signatures and there's one left and he goes and gets the signature and flies home and it's very sweet. Um, oh, and the janitor sacrifices himself to delay the plane and he gets himself deported. For a signature. For a signature. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's the movie and it's kind of sweet and yeah. uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, Frank gets his promotion and is like, just let him go. Who cares? Yeah. It's kind of uh, yeah. If it was me starring in this movie, I think uh, I think the movie would just be me going, yeah, absolutely, Dad, I promise. Why would I do that? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're stuck in an airport for nine months or however long it was, oh, I think you'd be like, that's yeah, interesting. I'm going to get this done. I didn't stay here this long for this not to happen. It's like when I'm in a lineup for a roller coaster and I've already been in the lineup for too long, but we're already I've already sunk an hour into it and I'm like, well, I gotta... You, you, I know there's two more hours, but I've already put an hour in. Like I can't. Like if you were, yeah, if you were stuck in an airport for nine months, I'm definitely leaving to see the city. That yes, you've you have made an incredible point that I do agree with. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now in that for you a say penny, it, in for a pound. Yes. You know yes. Yes. I mean? Now that you've said it that way, me in that airport. Yes, I would actually. <laughs> How do you think you would handle this situation? By the way. Oh. Um not in a sane fashion. I would say that <laughs> I think, uh, I think, uh, COVID really revealed a lot of things about me. And I think one of them is I'm not good if I stay in the same place for too long. Okay. <laughs> like I just start mentally, like mentally, like melting down. And I think I would absolutely melt down within one week. Okay. Right. Like I actually think I'd have like a very a, high stress place. Yeah, yeah. I'd have a full ass mental breakdown. There's no question. Secondarily, the airport is one of my least favorite places to be. Right. So that is also devastating being around security guards, all this, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is your situation would resolve itself pretty quickly. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I am going to jail. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I don't know how I would handle it. I'm definitely a guy who should follow the rules. So mm. like, I think I would stick to that airport, but, uh, I think I'd go nuts. I wouldn't handle it as well as, uh, this guy did. That's for sure. No, 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 not even a little bit. Um, so obviously we got to jump into who our villain or villains are. Yeah. Who would you peg them as Craig? Oh, Frank Dixon, Stanley Tucci. He's Absolutely. the guy who wants to, uh, he is the villain. He wants to get rid of, uh, uh, uh Victor from the airport. For that. Sure. And I would also say just the U S government in general Yeah, is definitely, <laughs> is definitely a very large villain <laughs> of this movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was um, a couple of C I, that, well, oh. and, and it's worth mentioning that we have very much, this has been very highly requested, this movie. Mm-hmm. We have even struck it down from our list at least once, and then it kept getting suggested because we were like, oh, we're not going to defend a U.S. border agent. No, 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 no. But having watched this movie, I think I'm here to defend Stanley Tucci in this movie. Yes, but not the U.S. government, to be no, clear. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And uh, yeah, there are there. Okay, so there are some other things in this movie where I, I, I watched it and I was like, oh, this is kind of presented as this microcosm of the very American pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Um, if you know, if you have the talent and the ability, you'll find a way. Yeah, you know. Um, 
despite the fact that, like, and the fact that, like, he's not documented, he doesn't, how do, like, how do you get a job without having an address? How do you, uh, you know, how do you, mm-hmm. and, like, they show the character working through all these things. Um, you know, how do you exist when the government says that you don't? Like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, we said that you are a person that we do not want or need, and but because of bureaucracy, you can't go anywhere and you can't stay anywhere. We've f- fucked you. Yeah. But look, it doesn't matter if we fuck you because if you're good enough, you'll make it. And it's a very worse movie if you see this guy probably doing what every single one of us would do, which is go absolutely nuts oh of course it, it, almost starving instantly. and like yes almost instantly uh, but it's just i was just I like i'm not a resilient person no. okay i'm not so i won't i won't make it so we want to see the fantasy of him renovating <laughs> <laughs> an airport terminal so well that he gets hired onto a construction crew we want to see that because i don't want to see the alternative but it's absolutely not reflected in reality uh, at all no, you no, know? no. Most of this movie is pretty whimsical. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For as dark it is, as it is on, like, if you if you just kind of laid out the facts of this movie, it's pretty dark. Yeah. But they make it where they're like, oh, isn't this, isn't this so whimsical? Isn't this fun? And I'm like, some of this, some of this isn't as charming as you think it is, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Few of these things aren't as charming as you think they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Hey, look, he just sleeps on a bench in a thing and he makes it work. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. That uh, guy has, has had, would have the worst back. Worst. Of all time. Wor- no I way. I do that one time and it takes me the whole week to recover. <laughs> <laughs> like I spend the whole vacation recovering from sleeping at the airport if that has to happen. Oh, a hundred percent. That's, that's a tragedy. I've uh, slept on the floor of fairies before. <laughs> I had the worst. I was so seasick. Yeah, I would imagine. Whoa. My God. I, I don't think I've ever been that sick in my life, maybe. I fell asleep once, like, on a school bus. Like, it was like when I got a school trip or something. And, like, I wish I could fall asleep like this these days. But I just had, like, my head resting on the window. And it just, like, was vibrating. And I was just hitting my head on the window <laughs> the entire time. And somehow still sleeping and, like, waking up with a headache. I was like, how did I ever sleep like that? But I was just that tired, you know? Yes, Insane. absolutely. But yeah, this guy's fucked. And he's not a spring chicken. No, 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 no. No, that guy's Th- not all right. In his 40s. You're also, your body's not doing well. This, oh, by the way, this uh, movie was also sponsored by Payless and Burger King, in case you were wondering. Um, if oh, you're, yeah. If you're only eating Burger King and airport food, your organs are shutting down. <laughs> They're shutting down. They're shutting down in real time. Um, yeah. There's no way... This movie should have been started with him looking good and then ending with him looking the way a, a he hollow looks husk in this of movie. A man. Yeah, a hollow husk of a man. Yeah. He's it's it starts as Tom Hanks and he gets that accent as he goes. <laughs> <laughs> because let me just say, on a personal note, so so the, the big scene, and like again, it's just like, oh look, if you got gumption and you can figure it out. What he does is he goes and he he collects all the carts right? The mm-hmm. luggage carts. And he finds that if you can take them back, you get quarters. And we see this the first time and he pays 75 cents and he goes to a Burger King and he slaps it down. And the one English phrase he knows is keep the change. So he gets like a penny back and he goes, keep the change. And he eats this hamburger because he's been starving 
in an airport. All oh. his food vouchers got thrown away by the janitor. Um, let me just tell you that that is my personal hell. <laughs> that that Burger King specifically oh. is the only thing to eat. I hate Burger King oh, with you a fiery do? passion. To me, mm. it is the one fast food. It tastes like... <laughs> You've worked in in a kit, in a, in the service industry. Yes. You worked in bars and stuff. You know that like what the the blue cleaning stuff that they like use to clean surfaces. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Burger King tastes like how I imagine that stuff tastes. What? Yes, it tastes like what? chemicals to me. I hate it. I oh hate it. God. I hate it. Hate it. So like, <laughs> the idea that I could only eat that would be absolutely abhorrent to me. That would be my own personal hell to be stuck in an airport where that's the only thing to eat. Yeah, it wouldn't be gross. Well, I'll hit a chicken sandwich every once in a while. <sighs> that's fair enough. I'm I don't know. A, I'm I a bit of a dirty bird though. You know what I mean? I can't. I like Wendy's just fine. A lot of people hate Wendy's. Oh, I love Wendy's. Spicy yeah. chicken. God, oh, yeah. we're really off. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's dinner time. It's dinner time. Yeah, I just realized I forgot to eat before I came. <laughs> it's dinner. I can always tell. Oh, I can yeah. always tell when we haven't eaten as soon as we're like, oh, and another thing about food. <laughs> like, but, again, but it is also one of those like, see, if you just have the gumption and you figure out how to get you the carts, you're fine. No, no, no. Airport food and Burger King. Your organs are, I've said it once and I've said it You're again. You're shutting Maybe. down. You're shutting down. You're shutting 100%. down. Uh, maybe that is why he can sleep on those benches. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> he's too tired. He's turned to liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His bones are just not bones anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a supersize me, but it's on airport food. Oh, like, oh yeah. You, your, your bones turn to liquid. You, you just become a giant walking beanbag is what you are. I do understand why Frank is just like, I want to make this someone else's problem. Yeah. Because in his mind, this is an unsolvable problem right now. Right. Right. It's unsolvable. And that's where I squeak in here to defend him. Absolutely. Is the fact that it is an untenable problem. It's I, 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 I started looking at this and I was like, this is a loose tooth is what it is. It's not going to resolve itself on its own. You got to wiggle it. You gotta you gotta push oh, it back and I forth. See, yes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because what is happening right now will never get resolved the way that it's supposed to. No. And I think there is mercy in that view, mm-hmm. in my mind. You know? At least get him in front of the people. Like, and even a couple of times he's genuinely like, listen, just are you scared to go home? <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's talk about that scene because it kind of justifies a lot of the bad attitude he has towards him for the rest of the movie. He pulls him in and he goes, listen, Victor, you know some English now. You're a smart man. Here's how this works. If you say, wink, wink, that you are not comfortable going back to your country where there's war, There are people being killed on the street. So if you say, I'm not comfortable, you can claim amnesty, a refugee status in the United States, and a judge won't have to see you for six months. You can just go. Yeah. And Victor goes, why would I be scared to return to my own country? I love it. And he goes, hang on one second. Hang on. People people are being shot in the streets, and you're not scared of going back there, which also means I think Victor is on the side of the rebels. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I... Okay, yes. 
You yes. tell you tell me you're going to some place where there's a coup against the government, and you're like, I'm not scared. <laughs> They're on my side. You know, yeah. Although sometimes, anyway, anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get into the politics but, of the thing. But, but, but how how infuriated would you be that someone doesn't get that hint? Just do the fucking lie. Yes, and and fulfill the promise you've been driving towards this whole movie. Yeah. Your only goal to get this signature, go live your dreams. Eat something other than Burger King. Oh, my God. The amount of times I have lied when somebody just goes, okay, wink, wink. And I, I'm like, oh, I love a wink, wink. I'm all about it's a, a wink, wink. It's a social convention. Love it. If you say I'm this, in. it's resolved. I'm all, I'm all, I am all about a wink, wink, little nudge, nudge, whatever. And, and Let's get it done. Yes. That would have resolved everyone's problem. You're not sleeping on a bench anymore. You get to leave. You get to go to the hotel. You get to do what you want. Screw Frank gets, over the government. Frank, my least favorite thing. Yes. yes. And also, I don't even think it screws it o- them over that much. I'm fine with that guy being, being a refugee. Hey, I was in your country when a civil war erupted. Can I stay here? I'd yeah. be like, yeah. 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 You know what's better if uh, you have somebody just kind of like out in the world and not contained to the airport? That seems like so much crazier, doesn't it? So much more dangerous to have a person contained to an airport? Yes. 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 Absolutely. As we have said, you're going to go nuts. Literally, they don't even give this. Because, like, this is kind of like, there's a lot of parts where I was like, we can't defend that. That's so ridiculous. Like, like not having a translator. Not having the translator is is truly wild. On, on their first meeting, you mean? Yes. Yeah, that's nuts. That is so wild that you think you're like, okay, I'm just gonna. Ex- He'll get it if I make it about chips. That's yeah, not. No, no, you're. <laughs> none you, of that translates. You're bad at your job in this moment. This is not going well. This person's like literally their whole world's falling apart. Yeah. You need. And there's no, it doesn't seem like there's any follow up to that. Like, it no. feels like they never bring in anybody to explain to him exactly what the fuck's happening. Okay, but in Frank's defense there, what I would say is he is under the impression that this, this situation resolves itself. He's in a position where he has to say, anyway, I've explained the situation to you. I know you didn't understand it, yeah. but I, I checked my box and uh, you can't leave the airport. He goes, so see, you, and he says, you see that door right there? New York is through that door. You're not allowed to leave. And he even says, who follows that rule? Yeah. <laughs> He's surprised when the guy is still there. Yes. And then takes him aside and he goes, hey, I know we had that conversation earlier, but just so you know, the security guards aren't going to be here at this time. You just walk out. Because he thinks that the way that this gets resolved is 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 it becomes someone else's problem, mm-hmm. which is kind of like passing the buck, but it's also the way that that gets resolved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you go, oh, if someone does catch up with him for violating this rule, then we can deport him. Yes. You know, solve this problem, solve the problem in some or sense. Or he can claim refugee I status. I have no tools to solve this. It will stay where it is. Yes. If, if he doesn't leave is essentially his argument, right? Absolutely. So the fact that, you know, I think there should be a translator there. I think you should explain it. But the fact that, like, he's like, well, I can't detain you. Mm -hmm. I can't send you back. So whatever you do, don't go through this door right here. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. Yeah. Like, 
there's I follow the rules. I like following the rules, mm-hmm. but there's a certain amount of stubbornness that is very unappealing to the person. You know? Oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. No, this guy is Oddly, there are parts of it that's very charming. You're like, oh, that's very charming. Uh, Tom Hanks has some very charming lines and such. But yeah, fucking Lee. I would melt down so fast. I would leave so fast. Yes. I don't care what happens. Let's find out what happens. And then the process to get this thing resolved happens. Like even, even I think, and I think this is like super villainous, by the way, Mm -hmm. is calling places and being like, can you arrest him? You yes. Know, can we, Can you come and get him? And they're like, no. <laughs> I think that's pretty like bad. Yeah. But it also is like it's that tooth wiggle thing. Mm-hmm. It's wiggling it one way or the other. Because you need to get this guy. This is a man who works within the system. And he knows that you need to get this man within the system for anything to start to get resolved. Yeah. And, and what Tom Hanks' character uh, is doing is refusing to be in the system. He's like living in this gray area. Yes. There's no man's land. And it's crazy. It is crazy. He has to get him out. Can I? Okay. Can we talk about this? This for me is this scene where I'm like, uh, it's, you can't like this man in this scene. You just can't. And it's the goat pills scene. Oh, okay. The go pill scene where they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man, that's just breaking. It was break. Craig, it was breaking me down. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I was like, give the man his goat pills. <laughs> God damn it. I swear to God. I was watching that. I was like, because I, okay. Uh, actually, we didn't even talk about this. Have you, had you seen this movie before? No. Okay. I hadn't either. No, I, no. I knew like generally what it was about or whatever, but I had never seen it before. And that scene very specifically, I was like, yeah, I swear to Christ, if this man leaves without these pills, I don't know if I can defend this film. No, no. It's... I was like, <laughs> I was fucking losing it. Okay. Yeah, that's a really rough scene to watch. Um, I will point out, Frank in that scene, Stanley Tucci, says, I don't need, I don't want anyone hurt here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go, he has detained, I think, uh, Victor at this point. Victor's in like detention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, I've had it with you. Well, and no, it, it was also because he was getting interviewed that day, I think. Because the guys oh, were following okay. him around, and he was like, I have to make sure this man is away. Right, right, they right. They can't oh, meet right. him. They're on a he, tour. They, yeah, right. they're on a tour. This man has to be away from this, which makes sense. Sure. And he goes, you know what? We can't get a translator in time. He's speaking the language that I know Victor speaks. Yeah. Swallow my pride. Mm-hmm. I know how. I have to resolve this. Because the guy's got a knife to his own throat, right? He's like, I need to resolve that situation peacefully mm-hmm. without anyone getting hurt. That I respect him for. The adherence to the rules of like, you can't have this medicine for your sick father, especially because it's like he bought the pills in Canada and the plane happened to land, to in land the there. To land there? Come transport. on now. Fuck. Let no. me just say, as a Canadian, we fucking hate that oh i hate that we're going to the caribbean or something uh, and you've got a layover in the states and you're just like well this made it so much harder why why you gotta clear u.s customs and like jesus and no offense bunch of dicks yeah (laughs) bunch of fucking (laughs) massive dicks and you don't always control it right because sometimes like by the way we stop in denver and you're like why 
They're like, I don't know, because we're an airline. It's <laughs> so weird how vastly different it is from airport to airport. Like, sometimes yeah. I'll go through, and it's like literally 20. It's so fast. They don't look at me. Nothing happens. Whatever. And then, oh, my God, I was coming back from New York. They scanned my luggage. <laughs> 16 times I was like I don't know what I have in there but they don't like it something's going down in my bags I literally thought I was gonna miss my flight yeah I stood on the side for 30 minutes while they just kept rotating it back through amongst everybody else's luggage and everybody else kept being able to leave and I'm just standing there I'm like what is it I'll open it for you just I'll let me get it. Let let me me, catch my you flight. can touch literally all the things <laughs> is it the 15 condoms I'm sorry <laughs> it wasn't a successful trip okay I don't know what's going on here we got it's like that's that's like TSA rules is like you got to put it through once for every X or every unused condom they're coming back <laughs> screaming yeah anyway yeah yeah uh so the pills really yeah it's a very intense scene i I, and i do love that there's like a little loophole that victor knows about victor knows because he's been there for so long i'm like submitting that same form i mean i could get on board with all of that that was some smooth writing i liked it okay but like my god i was like if that man doesn't leave with his pills i don't know if i can defend stanley my boy and it's yeah it's a very upsetting (laughs) it's very upsetting (laughs) it's very upsetting and he's like but the rules are the rules and i'm like yeah "Ah, he's like goat and i'm like yes say goat again but that's also when the rest of the airport rallies around victor right Mm -hmm. where it's like the the people in like the starbucks and the people in like the the bookstore are like that guy yeah i also love that they're like this guy has a knife and pills and the only thing they're concerned about is the pills yeah. how did he get that yeah, knife yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't you're know like, it was well, a pair of scissors well, right, this, or, or or no, it was scissors you're right yeah, it was yeah, scissors so it from the office or but something. i'm like i don't know they, yeah, it seems like some more serious things went down here than the pills <laughs> And that guy still got the promotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he uh, still got the promotion. Which After means they he's were there at his job. <laughs> they, that's what they want from him. That is what they um, want. But he does borderline. He does have a have a hissy fit afterwards. Yeah. About the pills, and then and Frank he does. Yeah. Which honestly, I I can't get on board for because anytime somebody finds a loophole that I don't want to use, oh, chef's kiss. I love that so much. If somebody within my job can find a loophole to fuck the system, I am I'm on board with it yeah, every time. Yeah, I'm on yeah. board with it every time. I'm elated. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm a part of the adventure. I'm like, yeah, we found it. You cracked the code. The unlimited Thank refills. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You cracked you the code. You didn't say it had do to be it. the same do day. It. Yeah. Do it. Yes, I don't give a fuck. Let's <laughs> let's fuck over McDonald's together. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I'm down. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> you overcharge us for this anyway. Yes. I'm always on board for that. So yeah. that was definitely a moment where I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are goat, a bad goat, guy. Goat, goat, goat. goat, goat. <laughs> Very happy that that man left with those pills. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another sort of like bootstrappy thing in this, though, is the um, the fact that Victor teaches himself English by like reading comparative magazines. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, look, if you put in the effort, you can do it. And you like... Well, that's more like, hey, if you were locked away from somewhere you forever, to. you probably could. <laughs> For sure. I think that's more of just like, I kind of believe I'm like, I, I get on board with that part. Cause I'm like, 
Oh, yes. If I was stuck in an airport where I didn't speak the language very well, yeah, that's I'm gonna all, learn it. That's I'm gonna all learn I would it. be spending my time doing because I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Well, especially and especially the state of mind that he's in in that where it's like it's very heartbreaking to watch that him run around the airport trying to get the news on the fact that there is a oh, war that's that in scene too, really heartbreaking heartbreaking jesus fucking christ you think you get the man on like you know what i mean we have to have a little tv in here or something or a little computer we could pop up where you're right. like this is in your language and you can understand what's happening and i can maybe use this to explain this to you i do feel like this was before google <laughs> no was it no i don't know maybe Okay, can we talk about Miss Zeta Jones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so they don't really end up, they don't end up together, really. They don't. Which I like that choice. Yes. I very much like that choice. Do you agree with that? Uh, yep. Because, for, first of all, from Jump Street, I'm like, okay, never, and I say this all the time, but people tell you who they are. This woman was not shy. She's like the first, she's like, I sleeping with a married man. (laughs) Yep. That's not good. Okay. And I don't, I don't put that all on her, obviously. I mean, I think there's a worse party involved in that, but I also think you really know. And that's also kind of (laughs) screwed. Yeah. Well, she has like kind of a whole monologue about how she likes it or like, yeah, yeah, she's like, I like that he's married. I like that. Like, I think he's going to leave and like, she had a lot of speeches. I didn't find charming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like when she's saying she's like she's like well i'm i'm 39 i'm 39 and i tell people i'm 33 and most men think i'm 27 and i'm yeah. like oh, okay well, that's a pretty pretty big guy gap yeah. well, you're wrong you look real good Kevin oh Zeta. no oh absolutely but i don't smoking. think you're in your 20s no 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 there was no part of me that thought, look at that fresh young teen over there yeah. no and it's like <laughs> you don't look like you're in your 20s you don't look, but you i mean 33 is yeah absolutely i could get on board with that she's definitely delightful yeah (laughs) she's very attractive but i don't think at any point i think okay honestly i do believe that victor's like into her but i believe victor's into her in the way that you have a work crush these are all the only people available to you (laughs) i'm here every day i've seen this person enough i've created a fantasy land in between the time periods when i don't see you right i when she talks about how like I see men the way I want to see them, that's also what Victor's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. seeing her the way he wants to see her. You know so little about you don't you don't know anything about this woman, but you've projected this image upon her because you're bored in an airport. And I'm going to make I'm going to venture the guess that everybody does that. I've done that at an airport. Oh, like give okay. some backstory. Give some backstory to so you're you're sitting there for hours. You're like, oh, that person's kind of hot. Da 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 da. You give them a backstory, and that's sure. within hours. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that would be in extension to days, weeks, and months. Uh, yeah, you'd have a whole. There's no way soap whatever opera going. Whatever he's every- projecting on that woman is not fair. She should never be a part of his story. <laughs> And I'm really, really glad they didn't end up. Yeah. Together. And like she ends up going back to the married guy because the married guy is the guy who can get his visa pushed through. Right. But I, I but I also just think that's true to the character. And I like that because yeah. a lot of times what stories will do is they'll go, OK, well, this is what you want to have happen. But that's not the real reality of the situation. It's like this person likes this. She's going to go back to this. And 
honestly, she said he was swinging some sweet D. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was, she like, said it just like that. That's how the movie. <laughs> the sex is fantastic, I yeah. believe, is what she said. Um, I believe those are the words hey, she hey, used. Hey. Swinging some sweet, sweet D. D. Uh, <laughs> well, my biggest thing with that is just the, how, the unbridled confidence of being a man. Mm. Who is living in an airport? Yes, and still being like, I could pull Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like you are, <laughs> you are. You're eating. I think he's eating airport airline food trays at this point because yes. he's in with uh, mm. uh, a, a very young. Uh, uh, Diego Luna. Yes, uh, <laughs> Enrique. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eating airplane food for months and living in a terminal and still being like, I get that girl. Yeah. Like is insane to me. Insane. Oh, I don't know if it's any more insane than Enrique thinking he could get with Dolores and then it happens. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Am I misunderstanding this timeline or what has happened here? Have they had a lot more conversations than I think they have? They must have. Because like... To go from relaying messages. Yeah, so they, he gets, the, the deal is Enrique gets Victor to go talk to Dolores, yep. who is the, basically the customs person that he has to go see every day. Yes, and absolutely, just a smoke show. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Zoe Saladin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just an absolute 10. Yeah. A hard 10. Yeah. And a nerd in this movie. Yeah. Which we really appreciate. <laughs> I do, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and also as an actress who has been in Star Trek and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just goes. It, it just jives. Goes. Uh, I guess we're big fans. That's <laughs> what we're trying to say. Uh, yeah, so she, he gets Victor to talk to her every day and find out what she likes. They must have talked. He must have used that information to talk to her, right? Yes, but we never see that as the audience. Yeah, which is insane. They're just married. At a it just point. takes a leap, and he doesn't even propose. He just like they get uh, Victor to drop off a ring, and he's like, he's he's waiting for you in the food court. <laughs> yeah, that can't be the first time they met. No, no, no. It's not the first time they. I'm sure it's not the first time they met, be. but it's also like. We haven't seen them do anything. We haven't seen them kiss. We haven't seen them meet. We haven't seen anything. And then we jump to like, fuck yeah. And they get My married last guy in the cheated on me and you're ready for commitment. Like, it is. I yeah. don't think that's the leap. No, it's not the leap. I did find, I was like, I did need a little more. There. I needed a little more as well. Yes. I haven't seen them have a conversation. That being said, okay, what do you think of that proposal? So let's say. You are in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know that your relationship started because he got this one guy who you see every day to like talk to you and figure out what she's like. And you've built a solid relationship since then, which we absolutely do not see in the movie. No. The guy bringing you the ring. It honestly jives with the story. Okay. It makes sense to me. I'm not upset about it. Right. As long as there is lots of conversations and... Whatever you know, do you know what I mean? Like as long as there's like active dating where you have spoken, and yeah. this man has learned things on his own volition in front of you, and that's that. Most importantly, she has learned anything about him. Also, I just I have to say I find it massively creepy 
to be like, I'm getting information from you and you can't know who it's for. Nope. It's just a no for me. This isn't yeah, charming or cute. Legit. I don't know who you're telling this to. I don't know if you're walking over there to the 80 year old janitor and telling him this shit. Okay. Who is it? <laughs> Do I want them to know this? about Yes. Me? Yeah. And I know she's giving like very mild, like information. It's nothing too crazy. But still, and also, I got to tell you, I find nothing attractive about that. About an individual that's like, I'm too shy. I can't. I'm too nervous. Oh, then you're not ready for me, buddy. I got to tell you. (laughs) You're not ready for the reads, okay? (laughs) Reads is like the sun. It gets a little more intense the closer you get. Oh, yeah. No, you got to be ready. Okay, you got to be ready when you're stepping to me, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. This just wouldn't... If somebody did that to me, I'd just be like, oh, no, there's... There's just no way I'm for that. No, I don't. I don't mind like, you know, one or two pieces of information. Like, hey, what is she into? So I can start uh, a conversation like, or like, but like, or that's like a get starter. a good date idea or something. Yeah. And like, hey, I want to, she loves playing pool. Let's go to a pool hall. Sure. That's uh, fine. Some very baseline stuff, yeah. but day after day after day. Nope. No, Gets less nope. charming every single day. Every I gotta single tell time. You. Yep. Gets a fucking step in. There's no yep. way. Nope. I don't believe that, that relationship. I'm not down for it. <laughs> and also, it's weird that he's paying a man with food, stolen food to get information on a girl. Like, there's a bit of a transactional thing going on there, which uh, I don't like. I also would never want to date an individual that plays poker for a pair of used panties. Uh, I'm going to say yeah, it. Yeah, that's gross. I'm going to say it. That's that gross. is the... Honestly, I think it's one of the grossest scenes in this movie. I was like, this movie had some charm, there's some fun scenes and I know that scene was also meant to be charming and it's just fucking not. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause there is something charming about them playing poker together and like for winning a, a big like trophy yeah, fish yeah. and like all that people have left at yes. the airport, a guitar or yes. like, you know, whatever. But like underwear, you're like gross. Gro- well, gross in the sense of like, this is a desirable item that these men are fighting yeah. over. Like if it had been a six pack of Fruit of the Loom men's boxers, Victor, I can understand why Victor would want to Go fight. off. Yeah. Go he, off. Please let me win. Yes. <laughs> I literally landed with my carry on, I think. Oh, yeah. Plus, honestly, underwear is just a great thing. Honestly, as an great adult. Gift. Great gift. Oh. Great gift. Yes. New pair of socks? Woo! You kidding me? Girl, stop. <laughs> yes. Oh, there is one part here where, uh, speaking of, he he. this is supposed to be a very sweet thing, where Victor hands uh, uh, Amelia his handkerchief because she's mm-hmm. crying. And I just need to point out, that is a handkerchief of a man <laughs> who has been living in an airport for months. That is not sweet. That yeah. is the grossest handkerchief in the world. I don't I like I there know there has to be laundry service available. Somewhere. I know he's <laughs> shaving in the sink and he's mm-hmm. like doing the old uh the 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 sponge bath or whatever, but that's only so good for so long. There's gonna be a stink on that man, you know? <laughs> like I'm not saying it's like hundred percent, but it's not you're not maintaining hundred percent for months on a time in an airport. No, absolutely. That's a dirty ass handkerchief is what I'm saying. There is a reason why some of these stores are like, please stop sitting outside of our store. (laughs) Please (laughs) go to the bathroom. Leave. You gave me the number of a payphone. Although again, some of it's very charming. (laughs) It's, It's weirdly, some of it is quite charming. 
But I think that is due to the fact that it is Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't think this character should have been Tom Hanks. I'm very torn. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, oh, Stellan Skarsgård. What? As an alternate, Stellan Skarsgård. Who's that? Uh, he's the, um, you probably know him best as the uh, the nuclear scientist from the Thor movies, the guy who was in Avengers and he got uh, mind controlled. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Just yeah, somebody you know more I mean? yeah. like, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Um, Tom Hanks's accent is, um, I, it's, is it problematic? Cause he's from a country that doesn't know. exist. Yeah. Although apparently he's speaking Bulgarian according to the oh, subtitles yes, I was watching. I always, you got to get those subtitles. Yeah. Bob, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Yeah, I will say the other thing about uh, if we uh, Stanley Tucci's mm. character, the Tooch, uh, <laughs> the Tooch. He says, "I won't lie, particularly for uh, Victor Kavorsky," and I do like that as a character beat, where he goes, "Like I could solve this by saying that he's a dangerous man. I could solve this by telling a lie about this man, but I'm not going to do this. Yes, because that I know that's a slippery slope, and I, you know what I mean." Mm-hmm. He's okay with Victor lying. Yes. But he's not going to compromise his own principles in order to resolve this situation, which I do respect. And he does get his job. He does get his promotion. He does. Although he does give Victor a very creepy speech of like, as long as I'm here, you're here. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy no, and that's, smokes. it's like, I'm not going to let you 100%. That's very mean. But this is also after... Again, he's been wiggling this tooth mm. for months, and Victor hasn't been smart enough to take the hints. Yeah, he hasn't been smart enough to get arrested. <laughs> but at least it starts the process. Yes, I mean, this is all, this is mostly like U.S. government bullshit, right? Right. So much of this is U.S. government bullshit of just like, oh, you're in between, you don't have a passport, we can't let you go. I wonder if this is like could there, I mean, this is based on a true story. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. sad. Which I don't think uh, you know is as charming as. Uh, oh no, there's no way. No. Oh. Sorry. Oh, that took the wind out. It of It really does. It really takes the wind out of me. I I just think airports are some of the worst places of all time. <laughs> I just think airports are the worst places no, of all they time. Are. They're super stressful. They're super stressful. I don't know why. I have never really had a problem at an airport, but it stresses me out so fucking much every fucking time. Well, because it's like the it's high stakes. It's like hurry up, and there's like yeah, people, and it just feels people like anything behind happen. you, and you're. It's like that whole fucking arrive. I don't know. Just a, a very quick rant about how much I fucking hate arrive camp. <laughs> okay, it's bullshit. Mm. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, the app. Yeah, the yeah, app. Yeah. It is literally impossible to expect every single one of your citizens to have a cell phone. Yeah, it's a. It, Oh, if you expect that, you have to give us all cell phones. I just think that's so stupid. Like the amount of like elderly people that go through and they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they're like, oh, well, then you owe us five fucking grand. Oh, that's insane. How do you not? Yeah. Oh, man. no, sorry. It just pisses me off so much. I, I do it, but I don't like it. And I get that it's supposed to be quote unquote for our safety or whatever, but it is so poorly fucking planned. It doesn't do fucking any. It does fuck all. I'm sorry. Yeah. I haven't used it. Yep. End rant. 
I've used it a bit. I just like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe you guys know better than I do, but I just don't fucking get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my, <laughs> I haven't been through an airport in forever. Uh, but I just remember like the one time I was going down to New York and, uh, the guy's like, what are you here for? I was like, uh, like, you know, I was thinking I was visiting Kat or something because she was working out of New York uh, for like a week. And I was like, ah, oh, just, you know, seeing the sights. And the guy's like, cool, cool. What do you do for a living? And I was like, well, you don't, you don't tell people that you're a comedian. You never, ever like, tell someone you're a comedian. Prepare yourself. Because I wasn't working there. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to tell them I'm an engineer because I am and was at mm-hmm. the time. And they're like, okay, what do, what do you do? I was like, I'm a mechanical engineer. And he goes, cool, cool, cool. Well, if that job existed 100 years ago, what would you do? And I was like, mechanical engineer. Like, it's, that's existed. Like, that, <laughs> 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 like that I like, I know if you're like, I was a social media manager, what would you do 100 years? I, I was, guess I'd be yeah. in public saying, publishing. But I was just like, that, that's like they, a, they that's had like those. A, they had those. They built trains and shit. Like, oh it's. My God. I love when people think that, that society started when they were born. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean? like, what would you have done? They didn't have mechanics. Yeah, weird. Very that weird. That is so weird. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think Tucci's kind of just he he he's the messenger. He's the messenger man. He tries a li- he tries to give enough space for it to resolve itself is the yes. other thing you can say. There's another version of this character who is far more strict, who is far more unpleasant. Um, he's really just trying to, again, wiggle that tooth loose. There are things mm. that he does that are cruel. I think there are things that he does that are, um, uh, as I mentioned again, they're sort of uh, a microcosm of the... Uh, um, I'm going to say North America, for example, like mm-hmm. hiring a guy to collect the cart so he can't get the change. You know, it's kind of like that panhandling's yeah. illegal. Yeah, although so, that did bum me out. That. It did, like, no, it was of course, like, of course. Me so high. I was like, this man has found a perfect solution to an exactly. impossible problem you've given him. Right. An impossible problem. Exactly, and that's why I think it is a, a, a microcosm where we go like, okay, um, panhandling is illegal. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's... Homeless people, people, unhoused people, sorry. Yes. Um, who have found a way to, the one of the only ways that they can make money and you outlaw it because you don't like it without solving the yeah, problem. Yeah, you, you must solve the core problem. So, solve the problem. The problem isn't that people are sitting on the street asking for change. That's mm. just what makes you uncomfortable. The problem is, is that without an address, you can't get a job. Without a job, you can't get, you know, you can't get a house you are a person that doesn't exist within the system. You're not a person that the system can take care of. That's the problem. And that's what this, this, this whole movie is a microcosm of that. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not villain was rightish <laughs> to say that, but it was kind of like a, Oh, and you're presenting a character who gets out of it through gum and gumption or whatever. But the reality is, is that most people can't No. Yeah. Because the system's fucked. <laughs> the system is designed to fuck you. Yes. Yeah. And we just see that time and time again. And yeah. Tucci's in here fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking it up. He wants to make it somebody else's problem. Yeah. Although, who among us hasn't tried to make something at our job someone else's problem? <laughs> <laughs> Who among us? Oh, you know what I mean? You get to that like, oh, that, oh, yeah. I'm like five minutes out from the end of my shift. Oh. 
podcast. This is Kelsey's problem now. Going on <laughs> the bottom of the pile. Whoops. Whoops. I, babe, I, I just, girl, I just didn't have time. I just didn't have time. I couldn't fix that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's on you now. <laughs> I feel like that's a real name you just used. Yeah. Sorry, Kelsey. (laughs) Sorry, girl. You have to fill the condiments tonight. I did have time. (laughs) I did have time. I just didn't want to do it. My bad, girl. But that's why you're the manager. (laughs) Oh, it's the manager? I am. Uh, Oh, no. I never unload on anybody my tier or lower. That's my rule. Okay. You've got that. Yeah, you've got that principle. No, no, I got a principle. I will okay. lie, but I won't lie for anybody. No, 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 no. My, my level or lower. It's like I've got um my roommate, uh, Lexagram. She's been on the podcast before, but she has a rule where uh, if she's going to let you into traffic, you have to have a shittier car than hers. Love it. <laughs> She's like, if you have a nicer car than me, you're not getting in. She's like, if you have a shittier car than me, right this way. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. Right this way. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So speaking of, this is a little tangent, but I had a coworker once who said to me that, uh, he goes like, yeah, whenever I see someone in an expensive car, I assume that they're more important than me. And I was like, you what? Oh no. I was like, no, 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 no. no. It's like, well, they, it's like, I, you know, they clearly have to be somewhere important. I was like, absolutely not. That is, that is the opposite of what I think. Going to get their nails did right now or something. Yeah. I was like, I see someone in a beat up Toyota Corolla. I'm like, that person needs to get to work. Yes. They have places to go. Things to do. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that's, you know, when you realize there's two (laughs) two different types of people in the world Mm. and you're like, you see an expensive car and you respect that. Nope. 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 Opposite feelings. Nope. 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 Opposite feelings. <laughs> uh, anything else for you? No, I think we're ready for our scales. I've got the uh, got the uh, subtle hint scale. So I've got from a <laughs> wink, wink to a full on act out. I'm going to give Tucci some wide eyes. Nobody move. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to pick up these signals. <laughs> what do you got? Greg? Read the room, Victor. Read the room. Read the room. Uh, yeah. So I've got the traveling scale, obviously with the airport. So uh, on a scale of uh, forgetting your toothbrush, yeah, just get one when yep. you get there. Not a big deal to uh, losing your passport. Oh, my God. That's actually I've terrified. I've had a friend that did that. <laughs> uh, absolutely terrified. I mean, Frank Dixon, Stanley Tucci's character, uh, uh, missing a connecting flight, mm. you know, because uh, probably not your fault. Uh, this has happened, but it's a situation that you're going to have to push to get resolved. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and guys, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on VWR Podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook and uh, villain was right at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, guys, you should follow us. We have a lot of fun back and forth with our fans uh, or people that listen. <laughs> I, don't know. I hope you're fans. That'd be crazy if you wouldn't be. Um, a lot of fun conversations, a lot of fun tweets happening. Um, you guys have been sending me a lot of fun shit too. keep that coming. Yeah, you guys are great. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have uh, a couple bucks and you want to help support the podcast financially, uh, good news, you can do that. Uh, we're on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, Patreon is a monthly subscription service where you get to support the content that you like, and hopefully that's us. Um, and in exchange, you get uh, some cool rewards. So at our highest level, uh, $7 a month gets you two bonus episodes, a Rebecca pick and a Craig pick, uh, where we talk about movies where maybe the villain wasn't all that right, uh, or just movies that we uh, we think that you would enjoy or want to talk about. So it's a little looser. It's a little more fun. 
Um, and we do two of those every month. Uh, so uh, for $7 a month, you can sign up and do that. We also have uh, lower tiers where you can vote on our audience choice, uh, where you get early releases of episodes. And at $1 a month, you get ad-free episodes. Pretty sweet. Episodes with no ads. Hey, who doesn't like it? <laughs> uh, and uh, other than that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, uh, telling your friends about us and uh, leaving reviews on iTunes or whatever you get your podcasts. Really appreciate it. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Um, I got a real light one. I uh, As we're recording this, I just had a cottage weekend. Mm. Uh, I was able to get up north and sit by a lake. And uh, uh, just the greatest thing feeling in the world to me is taking off my watch and leaving my cell phone like on the nightstand and you just you eat when you're hungry Mm. you sleep when you're tired you drink when you're thirsty you go swimming when you're too hot you just have no schedule you're no not connected to the outside world and it's just absolutely lovely it was just like the one day was so perfect it was like so hot and just the feeling of being a little too warm you know yeah a little too drunk yeah and a little too full (laughs) <laughs> you know and just living in that the whole day so that you're just like always a little aware of it absolutely wonderful sitting in the lake drinking beers that's my hero it recharges the soul Rebecca. oh uh, yes it always does you need it we need it uh guys i also have a hero actually Posi- positive week we have a positive week um i have a hero my hero is uh well i went to uh belleville this past weekend and I love perform. I got to be honest. If we have any Belleville listeners, I got to tell you, team, love Belleville. I'm about Belleville. Okay. Love the audiences. I have an absolute great time there. And I used to go when I was younger. I used to go to Belleville. Um, if you live in Belleville, uh, the people in Belleville call it Bell Vegas. Um, I believe because you always leave with deep regret, of course. Um, so they call it Bell Vegas. And I used to, uh, I had a, a, an amazing show, but I... I, I brought up this one place. I had gone to the strip, the strip club there before. There was a strip club in uh, Belleville that was called uh, the Go Go Club, and it's currently. And I, I, I looked it up because I wanted to see if it was still operational. Sometimes you look for like yeah. local references and stuff like that. And I'd been there before, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a couple jokes about that or whatever. But this becomes my hero of the week at this point because I read my favorite review of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it is one sentence. But I think it describes this place so well. It made me laugh so hard. Uh, I read it on stage. It's my favorite thing. And it's this. This is for the uh, Go-Go Club in Belleville. This place reminds you that the world and society really is coming to an end. (laughs) (laughs) And whoever wrote that is my hero of the week because that's exactly what that is. And very well described. (laughs) So if you wrote that, congratulations. You're my hero of the week. Love you so much. That is absolute perfection. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. And if it ever opens up, I wouldn't recommend going. Uh, um, Guys, uh, that's it uh, for us uh, this week. Uh, As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. You can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, and CraigFay.com for show dates. Uh, Check out us next week. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we're going to figure it out. It's going to be another amazing episode, I'm sure. And this is The Villain Was Right reminding you that those pills are for my goat. <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.